0: Hey, what's going on? It's House from the Smart Sea Revolution. Do I have some updates for you today? It has been quite a journey since the last time that I have recorded this podcast, but as promised, we are not going to stop. We are not giving up. We are moving along. Production is still high. I'm missing a little bit of sleep, but that's okay. It's what we do when we believe in a movement. We, uh, we sacrifice and we go all in. That's the definition of selling out and becoming a professional, right? So here we go. The first major update is the book is finally all complete. Should be on Kindle in the next 72 hours, they said. Um, so that's going to be huge for getting awareness around this movement. It's a compilation of about 160, I believe, of the latest content marketing and business copywriting tactics which is a massive industry that I wasn't even aware of until I really did research on the statistics. So if you're a writer out there, this is the time. It it's it just I mean it couldn't be any more perfect time for this smart city movement when coding and copywriting are the two biggest and most important skills gaps in this country. I mean, is that not just like a, is that not just like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Not to say that I can take credit for that or anything, but I mean, come on, that that is just impeccable timing. Maybe that is why I am going a little soc, as I like to call it, stream of conscious. As I said before, you know, we're gonna have these things a lot more polished up, but for now, as you know, if you're joining me with this, we are on a mission of speed right now. We need to get this message out. Um, doing is better than you know being. Paralyzed by perfection. So we're gonna improve as time goes on. I like to refer to it as the BB King technique as I have alluded to before. He found out how to play the guitar by knowing which notes not to play and that's what we're doing here. We're just we're we're building our clay and we're molding it and we're making it better each and every single week. So that's the major update is the book we're keeping this podcast live. I love this format. The only thing I don't like about it is I can't share the, the images that I have in mind. Uh, I've been also producing those to create more um, repurposing of content, which I'm really huge on these days that I wasn't so much before. This is actually a huge learning experience in terms of um, uh, digital marketing, getting in the trenches, finding out which channels are going to be best for us. The other major news is uh, that deal that we struck? Oh, I can't say the name, but we struck a deal that's agreeing to white label us, um, and is my favorite. It was at the top of my list as the favorite company that we wanted to partner with, and they were um, uh, they were kind of like a a veteran brand, but. It's been only recently that they've really been putting marketing dollars behind and improving their product. And it's, uh, it's something that I had to reach out to them about. They didn't have to do any convincing. So I was beyond thrilled. I had a hit list and they were at the top and they got back to us. It, it's incredible. And so this will be part of um, the framework that we build our system with that we're eventually going to use to train the youth on very key business skills and then also one part for the coders so that's that's absolutely huge the other piece is we have the second book coming along as well and that is all finished and that one for the first time in a long time i had to set that one aside there was some writer's block But we got back down to the core of it, which is the fundamentals, the history of what used to work 2,000 years ago to get business and advertising then. It wasn't really advertising then, it was more public speaking and actually forms of content marketing. And then we revisit it today and we look at it and see how can we predict the future of digital marketing knowing the fundamentals that have worked throughout history. What is the oldest method? So, we have, um, you know, we got a lot going on. The Instagram is really starting to get some traction, getting a lot more comfortable with those those videos as well. Our Mark Cuban outreach number is at 7, so we've written a Medium article with uh, towards him about the challenge from last week, which was uh, that... Uh, that sales head-to-head game. I got a funny story about that one too. <laughs> um, yeah, that, so we we got in touch with uh, with one of his reps that gave me some canned message. Yeah, I didn't I didn't read it because I know it was just a, a PR um, you know a PR automatic response. They're about it, but we're gonna get a hold of the Mark Cuban first. We're we're not gonna go through that channel. So we I reached out to him personally on LinkedIn. Uh, Phone call, of course, my favorite method. And uh, yeah, again, on this podcast, Mark, I'll probably link you to this. You're mentioned again. Sales need you. Entrepreneurs need you. Startups need you. You're always talking about how we need more leadership from the younger generation. Where are the hustlers and shakers? I am calling you and reaching you on your mediums. Where are you at? Where are you at, Mark? And same thing with Jordan Belfort, too. You know, you um, it's your last chance at redemption. Come on. What is the best way you took from other generations? Why not give back? That's a perfect way. Teach these kids to use those powers for good. You started one of the best movements. So much energy. Imagine if that was reapplied. And you can. I Because I've seen your videos, man. You're still an absolute all-star. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to get under your skin a little bit. Because maybe you need it. But come on, think about that. That's a, great, that's a great credibility rebuilder right there. You'll feel better. Just, just think about it. So as, as for that story, <laughs> oh man, so we, we're, we're on a lot of different channels right now. I mean a lot. If you go on any of the social media, you'll see that we've probably been a part of uh, oh, probably 30, at least 30 different channels, Medium, Discord, Reddit. I got on the front page of merge. I'm I, I was I was making a joke the other day I'm Mr. Merge because I <laughs> I got my head shot up there. That one's a tough one to figure out. All these live streaming ones seem to be tough. And our friends over at the company that shall not be named, you know, for some reason are taking away views. Um, you know, I, I see them come in, I see the subscribers, and then all of a sudden they're gone. And if they were bots, don't you think I'd pay for a hell of a lot more? then just three three subscribers at a time doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And especially when there was a comment there and it still says zero views. Very odd. I, I'm sure it has nothing at all to do with the fact that you know I did predict that their pitch in in Toronto for the eighty two million dollar smart city would be a huge bust. And it was. And and so for that I'm I'm not you know mine mine could be too. I'm not going to poke fun at you. This is not a gloating thing. I'm just simply stating the reason beforehand. Why? So it's not like I'm even against what you guys are doing. Go ahead. You know, take take my idea and do it. I would love that. I don't want to have to push this hard. Not from, you know, not from the confines of the lab. You guys have a lot more power than that. A lot more, a uh, lot more... Resources to tap into it's gonna be it's gonna be hell on earth trying to get some approval for that, but we have um, You know reddit reddit is one of the um, The channels that I was that I was looking into and so what I've been doing is uh, I've been answering It you know in a very authentic way. There's I haven't even I haven't dropped this channel or um, Even the YouTube channel. I haven't dropped any of that not once Never made any product fling-ins just like I don't do here. I don't direct anybody going on um you know off the anchor network because that's not what it's about. It's about spreading a a message first and foremost. And you know the I'm covered on the products. I'm good. I don't need to be promoting any of that stuff. We're we're good there. We need to get the movement going. We need to get the idea out there that we need to come together the the people that have one foot in and one foot out <laughs> of the left right you know the republicans and democrats maybe the ones that are tired of arguing in circles and can put aside those differences that I'm not asking you to hold hands if you guys want to fight and argue by all means you know go to a, a bar afterwards but during the day if you guys have critical skills that complement each other and you fill gaps in each other's skill sets That could be used for incredible good. And it's not even about capitalism either. Because if you really wanted to promote a message of sustainability, you want to create eco-friendly products, you want to create solar products, what better way to do that than tapping into elite business professionals where their whole job is to persuade? Think about it. So on Reddit, I go in and maybe you've heard about this, I believe I've mentioned it once, this Smart City Revolution sales game. It was a game I created about 2 years ago. And so let me paint this visual for you because I know now after reflection I I could see why they took it that way. And so I'm going to put the blame on me for not being clear and assuming that they already um or Assuming that it was clear and the terms I used, or as they said, buzzwords, <laughs> were were clear. I called the phones dialers. I don't think that's a buzzword or meant to sell anything. I got accused of, uh, of being a spammer. One guy said, is this a copy pasta? So I had to look into that one a little bit. And apparently it's it's kind of like when you become memed. And it, it's been used because it was just some... Um, you know, off-brand or off-kilter sort of speech or or post that happened um, has some longevity. That's it's one of those things, right? But I f- I found that hilarious because it's if you read back, I wish I could do it because I'm recording on the phone. When I get the mic, I'm I'm gonna go back and read it. It's hilarious. But the gist of it is, I I offered this uh, this kid who is a talented developer. He's having a tough time finding business, and so. He posted this on the main board, and I said, okay, well, since this is the startup community, startup means that we're building and growing. So at one point or right now, all of you should be pretty well versed in trying to gain new clients. You probably have a lot of tactics, especially some of you um, veterans of the industry that are on their fifth and sixth. So I offered a challenge. And it was the game from two years ago where you go head-to-head, one sales rep versus another sales rep. You pick up the phone and you start the timer. And you both have the same product and you make the leads fair. You know, equal split of leads in quality and quantity. And in this hour, you're trying to either set meetings or... If it's one of those really quick close over the phones, which is kind of rare these days, it's mostly for meeting and appointment setters. But the, you know, whatever, whatever that conversion aspect is, whatever that KPI is, you get that, and whoever has the most in that hour is the winner. And then you play two more. You start the timer over again. It doesn't really matter when. The, you, you just have to do three hours basically total. And so it's a best of three. Whoever wins the most hours, you know, who let's say you had three appointments set in one meeting, or one hour, they got four in in one hour, and then you won the last one, uh by you know let's say by one and there's some sort of tiebreaker. Well, you would you would have an OT a sudden death to determine everything. So in the end, if you think about that concept and what that would look like. It's it's a sales contest. It's a sport. It's a performance art when you place it like that. That's entertaining. It's no different than a debate almost except for you're doing something where even the loser that's contributing is going to something good. And I figure, okay, the guy has a good point when he says, well, I'm not going to do free work. You know, we're all pretty stressed and working on our, our own stuff. And I said, you know what? That's an excellent point of view. I totally see it that way, and I didn't think of that. You're right. You know, then I I thought about it again. I, I said just to clarify, so you know, I'm not trying to spam you guys or sell you anything. Actually, quite the contrary. I was, in a sense, if you think about what I'm asking you right now, I was offering, to place three hours worth of. Cold calls, which is something, many of you said on the main board. Was something that you're terrified to do and if we pull up Fiverr or Upwork and go look at the rates on what a cold caller is charging per hour these days uh, I was basically by market value and this is at the very low end. So I'm being conservative I'm not gonna pump my brakes and, and say that I'm at you know the top end of 200. No, I think I am secretly But you know, let's just say 50. Well, that's that's like hundred and fifty dollars that I was willing to give out there, get a kid some business, and it was supposed to be entertaining for the community, and that's it, you know? And so so he's a good guy. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything, like, hostile. I just thought it was funny the disconnect that happens between text and, I guess, uh, you know, text and vocal. But When you hear the voice, it's a lot different. It got me thinking a lot about the emphasis on words, so, if you were to say something like "You should go to a doctor," there's a difference between "You should go to a doctor," or "You should go to a doctor or "You should go to a doctor." You see how the how there's inflection on that. I did some more digging, and i um I end up listening to a ted talk i don't really- I don't normally listen to those. But there's one on voice and how apparently it's the most powerful medium. I would disagree, I don't really have any empirical evidence, so I'll give the benefit of the doubt and say I'm the loser in that situation, but I would say that human face to face interaction is a lot more powerful. But if we're going to say a medium of of outreach, then yeah, I think, um, yeah, I I would say the voice is very important, and, and it is, it is kind of like a musical instrument in a sense. The voice has so many different ranges and frequencies that resonate with certain people. And it brought me back to thinking about the age-old debate that we've been having for the past 15 years about cold calling being dead, which is absolutely ridiculous because all cold calling is, is a vehicle to get a message out. And when we talk about cold calling being dead, what's actually dead is the passion that used to be behind it. What you have now is people that read off a script because they don't want to be there. You don't want to pay them to be there. You're churning and burning. You you totally count on them fizzling out in three months. They know it. You know it. And that's why it got ran into the mud and people don't think it's effective. So if you say, okay, out of 100 cold calls, you'll get one. For who? Who's that for? Is that for somebody that is selling some CRM and they don't care about it? Or is that somebody that actually believes in what they're doing, that has a movement behind it, that has a vision and a mission? Well, let me tell you this, that usually when I get someone on the phone, I don't look at it like a close. I am calling this person because I believe wholeheartedly that there's a way to help them. And that's backed by statistics. If you look at something like copywriting or sales training, you realize the biggest problems in business and the biggest problems that startup founders and business owners, small business owners, face, even the large corporations, is message clarity that drives action, which is everything today in, um, especially in B2B and account-based marketing. But the the other part of that is the lead generation quality. And so they're having a tough time, and I say they as in the startup founders, uh, business owners, they're they're having a tough time having a steady consistent stream of high quality leads. It's tough to call them leads because it's kind of taken a different approach lately the more I read into the market research on it, the more I see that it's become almost like a formatting era. It's like repurposing content. And the better that you can repurpose content, the more successful you're going to be. So not only do you have to have a sharp pen, you have to also be able to format it in a way that it goes out into the endless amount of channels out there. I find that the most f- fascinating part. There was a very interesting ebook by the AWAI, and that's the uh, America America's Writing Association. So they're they're a top organization for producing the best copywriters, and the the you know the stats are just mind blowing, and how much how much explosion over like just even the past two years. It's gained. It's absolutely incredible. And why would I apologize for offering something where in the article it says that about 70% of owners are having a problem. That's a skills gap that 70% of owners are having a tough time filling. Why am I going to apologize for something that I've worked on for, for 10 years and practiced over and over and over? And relentlessly find ways to to better this craft why am I gonna hide that and why am I gonna apologize for something that would change their business that's a lot different than saying hey you're gonna get fired this afternoon if you don't sell you know this uh, this mediocre product that I can't even tell you why it's different or valuable to someone yeah sales is gonna suck then when you feel like you're doing something wrong which selling people just because you need to keep your job, it's going to feel wrong and it's not going to come out right. You know that feeling of tentativeness. You, When you feel strongly about something, there are very few things that I enjoy more than having my mind changed by a passionate argument. I love it. I'll tell you, I will play devil's advocate simply just to have someone produce an argument argue it passionately and get me to that point where I get cognitive dissonance. And why do I like it so much? Because when somebody argues their point, it just flows for them. It's like artistry. If everything's coming out. Then you ask them, okay, well, how come you can't sell? I, I've done this, this test a lot, by the way, by just playing stupid, baiting them into almost a nonsensical argument that they're they're basically telling me in so many different words, well, you'd be stupid not to do this. And they don't ever say it. It's a, it's a tactful way of, of of cornering someone into saying that. And I, and I mean that in the best way possible, meaning I was actively looking to provoke some emotion out of them and passion and say, okay, well, you see that feeling that you had in your chest. You're almost getting frustrated with me because you, you thought that maybe I was being thick-headed. Now, I'm not saying to talk to people that you call like that. What I'm saying is the way that you were able to frame your position. What did you do? You 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 brought up stats and it came it came out and you structured it in a way that was so effective that otherwise here you you know it was like you were you were a fish in the water. So thinking about that, thinking about how the voice plays such a strong role it made me realize why I do love this format a lot. I love this podcast and stuff. I love it. I really do, and I think that uh, as we go on a little bit more down the road, and we start getting um, some of those guests. I got I got some uh, some old colleagues that I reached out to, uh, to that they're gonna come on. They're they're very interesting too. I wouldn't I wouldn't bore you guys with those kind of. Uh, what kind of guests are going to we're, we're going to dig in and get some questions answered. It's it's going to be one hell of an episode. Let me tell you that, Um, you know, just to drop a little sneak peek on it. We got Drew Schmidt. Um, Drew, if you're listening to this, don't worry. OK, we're not going to we're not going to put you on the spot too much. We're going to have fun like the good old days. This is Uncle Drew. He was uh, he was the veteran. He's a veteran of the uh, digital marketing industry. This guy is a master of his craft and we came together and just worked some magic and just had something that you would see in the movies in the 10s. He'll be on to explain and and, uh, show this is not just me speaking in hyperboles here, that there was a story back there and if it doesn't get told, it makes me wonder how many other stories out there could have been just as good that we don't hear about. So... Right now, at this point, I need to go fix that Patreon situation. I really hope that I didn't spend an hour and a half trying to promote this message and make all these live videos that was supposed to be part of uh, you know the introduction. I can't find them anymore, and I really hope they just didn't go into the void because that would be ashamed to have to do that all over again. So, as always, you know, I appreciate your listenership. It's going to get better. It'll be more pol- uh, you know, be more polished over time when we look back on this in a year and we say, "Wow, <laughs> listen to how this sounds now compared to then." We're going to have a good laugh about it. But maybe take that as the biggest lesson. If you're paralyzed by by fear and analysis on something, look, look no further than me. That will just, you know, I, I'll, I'll leave myself open. I, I'm sure that there's moments in here that I'll look back and go, wow, you know, that was pretty awful. So, stream of consciousness, I love that method. I always do. That's why you want to break through writer's block, stream of conscious. Just, I remember the first time blank. Everything was going okay until blank. Writing prompts. Get out of that writer's block. Just write. People aren't aren't as scary as you think. But that's that's the message that we're going to pass on to the youth, is that they can make a lot more happen with their words than they think. And especially they can make magic when it comes to partnering with the right coders and the right skills. We will see you next time. This will not be one of those channels where it just dies. I was kind of shocked to see that a lot of those channels that are ranking pretty high for some keywords. That's why you may have noticed the title changed. Um, I think I think an active show should get a little bit more love, a little more visibility. Wink, wink. So, we will talk to you next time. Thank you again for subscribing. The new subscribers out there, I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, give me a you know uh, reach out to me. House Strategy at gmail.com or SmartCityrevolution7 at gmail.com or the king of smart city at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. If there's a specific topic or challenge you want me to uh, take on, I'd be happy to do that. If you are a consultant or a freelancer and um, you know you're having a tough time drum- drumming up business, you know, let's do a live show. I'll I'll call on the air, we'll get you something. You know, and uh, obviously that's that's free. Like I extended those guys at Reddit. I was not trying to spam them, nor was I on LSD or meth. Um, <laughs> good times. All right, see you guys next time. Bye.